Hello, fellow astronauts, Earth dwellers, extraterrestrial creatures, and anyone else tuning in. My name is KK Fisher, founder, CEO, and flight director of Run the Moon. And this is Run the Moon Pod, a podcast where every week I get to chat with an incredible human that's making it rock to the moon and back. This week, I'm chatting with Run the Moon's first ever astronaut of the week. His name is Derek Fletcher. He hails all the way from Utah, and today he's going to chat with me about his running journey, his beautiful family, and his very honorable DNF. Hi there, Derek, our first astronaut of the week of Run the Moon 2021. Welcome to the Run the Moon podcast. I'm so pumped to talk to you. You're the very first person I've ever interviewed on a podcast ever. So I have absolutely no experience doing this and have no idea what I'm doing, but hopefully it'll all work out well. And um, I'm really excited to talk to you. I've tried to do a little research on you online through Instagram and, you know, the, the interwebs, but you appear to be somewhat of a man of mystery. Um, I couldn't get too much information. So I'm excited to really dig into the real Derek and what's underneath the surface. So I would love to start it off by having you introduce yourself and tell me your name, where were you born, where'd you grow up, where do you live now, what are your pronouns? I was a little presumptuous there to say he, perhaps you have a different pronoun. My pronouns are, are she, her, um, what your pronouns are. And, and then I have a bunch of questions that we'll get into, but would love to just get the sort of the basics off, off the bat. Well, well, KKM, we're, we're kind of in this together. I've never been on a podcast before. So um, I think this is kind of a neat thing that you're doing and uh, definitely something that I appreciate you reaching out to me for and um, appreciate being part of the race. Um, so a little bit about me. I'll start with the pronouns he, him. So you got it right. Um, no worries there. Um, and then let's see. So Derek Fletcher, um, I was born in uh, Utah. So Ogden, Utah, um, born and raised uh, a little bit north of Ogden, Utah, up in North Ogden, uh, go figure. But uh, um, spent, yeah, basically my whole life here. I lived in Malaysia and Singapore, actually, for about two years, which was a really eye-opening, neat experience um, that I found just so many opportunities to to uh, give back and and um, be a part of something bigger than myself, I thought was, was really cool. Um, I got married about three years ago. Um, we, we, we bought a home uh, down in Ogden, Utah, about, about right when we got married. And then uh, we just actually moved about four months ago up to North Ogden, so back to home. Um, mm-hmm. She's from, our parents live about five minutes apart. We went to the same high school together. We never talked in high school, um, but we connected uh, later in life. and so. Um, kind of a, kind of a cool story there. Um, yeah, I think I answered all the questions there. I might've missed one or two, but I'm done. You got it. You're like hot out the gates there. Very impressive. So question number two, why did you sign up for run the moon? So 
don't know. There, there, there's a, probably a couple reasons um, why, but um, I came across Run the Moon. I think it was a Facebook ad, or I don't remember how I exactly came across it, but um, I was looking for something to uh, keep myself motivated in running um, beyond, let's say, the next month. Um, so just for some background in what's going on in the life of Derek Fletcher in the next month, um, I have a race here in about two weeks. Um, and then after that, we sometime within the following two weeks of the race, we'll probably be having a baby. So, what? Oh yeah, my goodness, so, congratulations. Thank you. That's thank way you. more exciting than the running stuff. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, so, it's a boy or a girl? It's a girl, a little girl. So, oh my um, gosh. Oh, wow. yeah. so what's, what's, um, what's your wife's due date? Um, so it's, it's September 1st. Um, so I'm coming up here pretty quickly, less than a month to go. Um, uh, we'll see when the baby actually decides to come though. Um, that's not, you know, necessarily something that we get to pick and choose. Um, so, but we're, we're excited. And so I kind of wanted something just kind of in the back of my head to say, okay, yeah, may, maybe I should go, go, uh, go on a walk today or go log some miles. Um, just just keeping myself a little motivated um, with all the the chaos that is having a, a newborn baby, and so yeah, that's that's a little bit of of why I signed up for Run the Moon. That's awesome. That's so great. I love that. Congratulations. I have two little girls myself. Little girls are the best. I'm so excited for you guys. And um, what's the race that you're you're doing in two weeks? Yeah, so it's the Skyline Mountain Marathon. Um, it's a, a trail race uh, here in uh, here in uh, the northern Utah region. Um, it um, it's a so they have a couple different distances. I'm doing the marathon distance. I um, haven't quite breached into that ultra marathon distance sphere yet, but obviously once you get Pro tip: after you run your marathon, just run another 0.1 miles. And you're in ultra territory. Good to well, know. So I think technically this is like 26.8 miles, but they still there you call it. That's an ultra. Yeah, I guess, ultra. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's a, uh, I think it's about five, 5,500 uh, feet of gain. And yeah, so it goes. Wow, that's going to be some serious business there. Two climbs. It'll be great. It'll be good. We did. I did it actually last year. And so um, it'll be cool to kind of see the difference between last year and this year. So that's awesome. And how are you feeling good about it? Are you feeling ready? Yeah, I'm quote unquote tapering right now, I guess you could say. Um, and so uh, I, I'm feeling a little antsy um, being also part of Run the Moon where I'm like, oh, KK just logged a couple more miles. I better go get on the <laughs> get on the trails and go beat her. So, uh, Good, I'm glad. <laughs> um. so, so yeah, so there's a little bit of that, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm getting there. So um, mm -hmm. obviously, I, there's tons of things that could go right, tons of things that could go wrong, but mm -hmm. uh, that's the fun of it. So that's awesome. And so, do you when you say you're in taper mode, do you? work with a coach? How do you do your training plan? How do you think about that? So, um, I, I, yes, I am working with a coach right now. Um, her name's Kenzie Barlow. Uh, she's living, she lives in Farmington. She's done a lot of big races, um, trail races, but she specifically focuses on trail runners. 
um, as far as coaching goes. And so um, really neat opportunity. I can probably give some backstory a little bit later in the podcast. Um, right now. Yeah, I love backstory. Let's just hop into it. Okay, we, we can kind of hop into the history of Derek's running career and why okay. I actually decided to, to start working with Kenzie. But yeah, we'd love to hear the trajectory of like, when was when did you start running? Like what what what's the whole journey for you and where are you at right now with kind of running? Yeah. yeah. So um okay, so I don't know, I don't know exactly when to say, hey, I officially started running, right? I feel like I always was running on playgrounds and stuff growing up, playing, you know, different sports. I always remember hated I hated running though growing up. It was always like a form of punishment, like, oh, you dropped a pass, go run, run a lap or, you know, just something like that. But I, I always remembered hated running. I, I actually ran track, but I ran sprints because I didn't want to run more than a lap around a track. And so I technically was always running per se, but um, about two years ago, I think in 2019, I signed up for a half marathon with the encouragement of a brother-in-law that said, hey, you should run a half marathon. I think I ran, I think I calculated out 24 miles or something like that in preparation for a half marathon. So 24 total miles, my longest run was like five miles. So and then I went, yeah, I just went out. Yeah, I can't wait to hear where this is going. <laughs> went out and just had like the worst experience of my entire life um, running a half marathon. It was terrible. It was, it was like three hours and it was just ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking at the time other than, Oh, it would be cool to run a half marathon. And then I, I I remember finishing the half marathon and I, I don't know where I got this idea, but like, like the week after I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm gonna do <laughs> I just went through like the worst experience ever. And I'm like, I'm going to run a marathon. And <laughs> okay, when are you thinking about doing that? And she just sat there for three hours watching me like limp along a trail oh. or not, a, not even a trail, it was on a road. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, oh, what about at the end of the summer? And so I uh, looked for a couple, couple races and I actually signed up for a, a marathon and I went out running that following week and just, I couldn't do anything. My shins were thrashed. My body was just and so I, I never actually ran that marathon and I went probably a year. Um, so 2020 fast forward to 2020, March of 2020 pandemic. Everybody remembers the day when they got told, Hey, there's a worldwide pandemic. You're going to have to stay at home. Well, at the time, um, I had put on a lot of weight. I was about 240 mm-hmm. uh, Mar- March of last year. And and I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, like, this is just not, I don't, I don't remember the exact experience. I just remember being unhappy with being like having no energy. Right. And I, I didn't want to be the dad that couldn't do mm-hmm. stuff with his kids. Right. And so there was a motivation behind it. Just kind of saying, Hey, I want to, I want to get in shape. I want to, um, have some energy so I can run around the playground with my kids or I can do whatever, whatever I want to do and not be restricted by, I don't have any energy or my knees hurt or my ankles hurt or anything like that. And so I told her I was, 
like, well, I've always, I've always wanted to run a marathon. And so what if I start working up again and, and try to run a marathon towards the end of the summer? And this was March. And I was like, she's like, okay, well, I'll support you, whatever you want. And she's always super supportive as far as that stuff goes. And I think I, I signed up for just a training plan in March. Maybe, maybe not signed up is the wrong word. I looked up a training plan online and, and then uh, was kind of following it to a T ran a, a half marathon in May, I want to say. So from, from March, end of March, middle of March um, to May. So about six weeks, seven weeks or something like that, ran a half marathon. And then I was like, Oh, I want to run a marathon. And I signed up for the skyline marathon, which is the marathon that I'm running here in two weeks. So I signed up for that. Um, and little did I know, and to this point, I had not yet stepped on a trail to actually run on a trail. Um, <laughs> I, I love, I love, you're just like, you just go for it. Just this, go is my for style. it right? this is my style too. I, yeah. I like, no, no, what the hell I'm doing. And I'm like, sure. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, well, how bad could it be? You know, running up the mountains. It's not that bad. Right. Oh and I, I think I got on the trails about three weeks before the race and, <laughs> and actually like did some runs on some trails and they were, they were short runs. There were some longer runs in there. Um, but it came, came time for the race. The race was in August last year and came time for the race. So it, it had been, uh, let's see, May, June, July, August, about three months or so since I had run that half marathon. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be great. And it's going to be fantastic. And I ran the first half um, up and down one of the climbs, uh, one of the mountains there. And I got down to uh, this canyon road that my wife met me at. And she's she's there cheering me on. And I'm like, I feel great. This is awesome. And, and then I started the next climb, which is like two miles and uh, 20, 2,100 feet of gain or something like that. So pretty steep climb. I remember calling her halfway up. I'm like, Hey, can you drive back to the Canyon road? I'm dropping out of this race. I was like, I can't do it. But she said, Nope, we paid money for the race. You get your butt up the mountain. And, and, uh, <laughs> I like her. Not- I like her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so basically she, she said, you're not quitting. You, you, you go get this done and I'll see you at the finish line or otherwise you're walking home. And so finished the race. I think it took me somewhere around nine hours to finish it. So that was, and did you have fun? Oh, it was a blast. It was, it was awesome. Um, it definitely, it was painful, uh, for sure. Um, it was very painful, but it was like, looking back on it, it was, it was a blast. It was so much fun. And it was in the middle of COVID, you know, everybody was masked up whenever you came into aid stations, stuff like that, which, but everybody made a good a good experience out of it, which was really cool. And I remember at the very end, um, like they were still like, I was like the second to last person to finish the race. And so they were still like all cheering for me and it was great. And so, um, definitely hats off to them. And then shortly after that, I said, Hey, I've been listening to a lot of these books and some podcasts and there's this like ultra marathon distance. That's kind of cool. And I, I think I want to run a 50 miler for my 2026 20, birthday. Hell and yes. Do it. When's that? 
So I signed up for one in <gasps> January. And oh, I, That's so well, great. And well, it was January of 2021. So it already passed. I DNF'd at 26 miles. Congratulations. <laughs> an, an honorable DNF, you know? Honorable DNF. Yeah. So very little training, less than a year of training. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, but by this time I had lost about 50 pounds. Um, so I was Amazing. down to 195. So I DNF'd and then I said, well, this is something I really want to do and accomplish in my life. And so I reached out to Kenzie um, mm-hmm. and said, can you coach me? And she said, yes, but there's some, there's some preparation that we need to do before we, you know, dive into a, a ultra marathon distance. There's some basic baseline running that we need, we need to build up um, before we, before we jump into a big distance like that. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I haven't yet signed up for another race, um, mainly because the baby and we want to wait until after and see how we adjust to life that that way goes. But um, it is something that is on the horizon. So it's super exciting. Yeah. What a great story. I love that. You are a gutsy guy. I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm exactly the same yeah. way. I can relate. Um, so how you signed up for run the moon. You told me why you signed up. How's the experience been so far? It's been awesome. Um, really it's, it's been, um, I've never done a virtual race before. Um, but definitely been, I I guess like I haven't done very many races. I've done two. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, but it's been really cool. Um, I think what's probably, the most unique thing about it is those milestones that you hit where it's like, okay, you're in this phase. Why don't you go reflect about this right now? And then, um, you know, write it down, write down these thoughts and think about, I I think the biggest thing um, that's I've had over the past month or so is just thinking about my relationship with running because it started as a weight loss journey. Right. And obviously I, I, I think that can only take you so far in some of these some of these distances, um, at least for me. And so thinking about like, what have I learned on the trail and what are the different experiences that I've had on trails that have, have made me a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just being able to like actually put pen to paper and reflect on that, I think has been one of the coolest things that I've seen come out of, come out of, uh, run the moon. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it. So what are your favorite songs and podcasts to listen? Or, or do you listen to anything while you run? And if so, what what's your audio of choice? Audio of choice. So good question. I don't typically listen to any music while I'm running. Um, I just never have really. Um, but I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks, which my wife finds really weird that I listen to it and not music. But um, yeah, I like like some podcasts. Um, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Um, so right now, um, I'm really on like a do big things podcast kick. So I've been listening to those kind of on repeat, which is kind of cool, which is actually, I think, you know, I, I was on that. Yeah. I, was oh, gonna, okay. I think yeah. I listened to yours. Um, Mo, you did a Mo, you did the Moab 240, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. You, yeah, you came back and like reflected on it. Um, and I, and then I did was, a second podcast this spring. Have you listened to that one yet? I don't think I'm there yet. Okay. Um, that's, 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 that's like a soap opera. 
all sorts of oh, good yeah. gems in that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's so great. That's awesome. Yeah, I I've loved his podcast so far. So it it's great. Um, I listened to Trail Runner Nation, Training for Ultra, um, DNF. I don't know if you've it's oh, a yeah. trail, trail Runner Magazine one. That one. I, and Zoe, does Zoe do that? Yeah. So yeah. so I'm coached by Zoe's partner TJ. Oh, so Zoe right. and TJ, and then a couple of other coaches have this super cool coaching group called Microcosm Coaching, which I okay. talk a little bit on that second podcast with Adam. Um, but it's a uh, it's a super it's very mental health focused, and um, so I I adore Zoe, adore T- TJ, her partner. They're just like so cool, and I love the like having a podcast about the DNF. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, we should be celebrating those too. Like. Lots of cool lessons and fun adventures, right? It's not all about the finish line. I, I think it's like almost not at all about the finish line, in my opinion. But um, okay, any other podcasts? Um, well, I yeah, I definitely disagree with you on that DNF podcast. I picked that up right after my DNF, and it definitely was like, oh, other people DNF too. It's not like you know the end of the world. So um, I think that's about it. Oh, there, there is one more, um, running, running unbroken. Um, it's a local, local podcast that a physical therapist puts on, um, that he focuses on runners. Um, and he interviews kind of local Utah runners that are quote unquote local legends and talks about their experience. And so kind of a, a neat podcast to say, oh yeah, that person I could run into in the grocery store. And, you know, I would never know it, but there's some cool, cool Utah um, runners out there that just do some amazing things. So, but yeah, those are probably the main podcasts right now. Any audio, uh, good audiobooks you've listened to recently? Yes. So, no, nowhere near first by Corey Reese. Okay. Ultra, ultra marathon adventures from the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely something that I I relate with, um, mainly because I'm. I'm a little heavier of a runner still. And, and I tend to be a little bit towards the back of the pack. And so, um, definitely, definitely a cool book. He goes through his journey of running and, um, definitely, definitely something that's, um, inspiring. He talks about lessons that he's learned throughout the years of running. And so, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Final question for you. Do you have any secret skill that we should know about? secret skill would you like to hear my secret skill yeah well yeah maybe what's your secret my my secret skill is dishwasher packing optimization i am like olympic level dishwasher packer that thing is like perfectly packed for optimizing optimizing like clean dishes maximum capacity that's my secret skill I like it. Um, I would probably say mine is fixing things, um, just like MacGyverish fixing things, not like the right way, um, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> scrappy, um, you're scrappy. Yep, yep, scrappy. So my wife is always like, "Yeah, why? Can you fix that?" And then she like see my fix and is like, "You should have called my dad." <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, <laughs> it works. Well, then it? don't ask me. <laughs> that's hilarious oh my gosh yeah probably probably that so scrap yeah using using the resources that i have on hand to fix things so 
well, you're going to be really good at ultras then because like there's a physical component, but I think the physical component is like less than 5%. And then it's like, it's just like pure problem solving. Cause in big races, it's like stuff is just going wrong all the time. Most of the time, I guess the pro athletes probably have it all dialed and figured out, but, or, but or they have like, or they have like a team of like 20 people there that can do anything they want for them. <laughs> but for us commoners, you know, um, we have to figure it out on our own and you have to like your pole breaks and you're like up on the top of a mountain or your headlamp runs out of batteries and you're like 10 miles away from, you know, the so next aid station in the dark. Like, what do you do? Like, I think that that's why I love ultra so much is it's like that those problems, those problems pop up and you have to like really like focus and stay calm and figure it out. And it's really cool and fun. So I think you're going to, I see hundreds in your future. We'll we'll see. It definitely is on the on the horizon, and I hope to make it there someday. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it definitely is something that that I've already told my wife about, and she said, "Yeah, maybe you should do a 50 first. So, <laughs> so, I, I would support you signing up for a hundred first. Okay. Well, didn't you do? Didn't you do like a two hundred? before you did a hundred mile race or something like that. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that on the podcast. I, I th- yeah. Um, I wouldn't, it's cool. not the advisable route. Well, actually, <laughs> I mean, my first 200, I attempted, I DNF'd at mile 140. And then like the following year, I went and did Moab 240 and finished before I did my first hundred. My first hundred was just this past spring. Uh, okay. My first official hundred. Um, right. But yeah. I, I mean, I think like, I don't want to, your coach is going to hate me for like planting this idea in your mind. I think like if you, it depends on kind of what you want to optimize around. If you want to opt, this is just my totally uneducated opinion. Like if you want to optimize around, like not getting injured and really focusing on that component, like I would definitely follow what your coach has recommended. I'm a little bit more like, I'll experiment with my body, push my limits, see what happens. Like if I get, and I have gotten like a bit sidelined for a period, I don't usually stop. I'll just like slow down and try to work through it. But, um, I, I mean, it's your life. It's your journey. If, if a hundred's calling to you first, I say more power to you. Well, I will. (laughs) I'll take that into advisement. Maybe I'll uh, uh, reach out to Kenzie after the race and say, hey, so uh, KK said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can tell her. She can come after me. I can handle it. I can handle it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I I think the advisable thing would be to do a 50 first. Uh, But in a way, like, when you go longer distance, you go slower. You know, the reason I love 200s is it's like, you're going pretty freaking slow. And it's yeah. just about kind of maintaining consistency and not derailing yourself. Like, I think the reason people screw up in those a lot of times is like, they go out way too fast, which I've, I've fall prey to that in races before. It's like, you're excited. You're like, there's a lot of adrenaline. People are running. You're like, I should be running. I'm in the back. But it's like, you've got like this you know, in a 200, it's like three to four days. I mean, like you don't need to be in the front of the pack, like out the gates. And, um, 
And so if you can just like stay slow and consistent, I think like it's actually, I, I think a 200 is easier than a hundred. Hmm. That's, That's kind, of a, kind of a crazy concept, I guess. And I bet, I think everybody's different. Like every body is different, right? And every mind is different. And so it's like, what is easy for one person or hard for another person? I mean, they're all hard, right? But like, what is easier or or more hard or whatever, it depends on the person to person, right? And so... Somebody could be really, really good at climbing or descending and that race fits them perfectly where somebody else just is terrible at climbing, but is really good on flat terrain and can fly and I don't know. So yeah, a hundred percent agree. There's, there's different. And, and I think there's a lot of mentality that goes into it. Like you're probably drawn to the trails that you run on more often than, than you are on the drawn to the trails that like you, you know, running on, like if you're if running on slick rock, you haven't been running on slick rock ever, maybe a, a 200 mile race on slick rock probably, you know, may not be your cup of tea, but maybe it is. So maybe you spend well, a lot just of time. Depends, like, it just depends on what you're looking for. Like I'm the type of person that likes to like, okay, that's it. Here's this thing that I'm uncomfortable with. I don't like humidity. Okay. I'm going to go sign up for a race where there's a ton of humidity and like push myself to get through that. Because then it's like mentally, once I've done that and I get through it, it's like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. I mean, it's hard. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, usually our brains think something is worth. Like there's a lot of forward anticipation anxiety that's, it's kind of overblown, I think. And so I think sometimes kind of just like going at your, your fears can be very powerful, you know, for the right people, for the right, you know, when you're ready. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I, I want to say the desire is to run a hundred in the next year, but whether or not the body's going to allow me to do that, we'll see. And then the mental aspect of it is a whole nother game. So. <laughs> so. Well, clearly the way you've been crushing run the moon, I think that you have got the stuff that it requires. And I <laughs> am excited to watch your running journey unfold as it does. Anything else you want to tell us before we hop off? No, I, I think that's, that's about it. Thank you so much for, for putting this together. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely something that I, I think I check the run the moon leaderboard like a couple times a day now because I'm like, oh, I want to see like, like where, where KK is or where Russell is or where, you know, I see all these different names and I'm like, I'm like, okay, am I like going to be able to pass them in the next day? Or am I going to, am I hanging with them? Yeah. Um, and you know, then I see like, I think, is it Ray, Ray Ann? Yeah. I don't know. But she like, she did that like big long trail race or what something. Mile race. I'm like, Hey, where did that come from? Like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I, that was crazy. It was awesome, but that's really She's good. Actually, I'll tell you a secret. She's our astronaut of the week next week, so Ooh. you'll have to tune in and listen because I'll be interviewing her, and I want to hear you. So you can hear all, all of her deal when I talk to her next week. So there we go. There, there we go. I can, I can, uh, yeah, get get some insight into the competition. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like your style. <laughs> Derek, it's been such a pleasure. Um, you are a top-notch astronaut. We are thrilled to have you on the team. 
and I look forward to watching the rest of your journey. Well, thank you so much, KK. It's been a pleasure and, and I'm excited to uh, run the moon and, and, and get to the finish line and hopefully all of our miles together will, will get us to the moon. So yeah, I'm excited. Great. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. To keep track of this week's Astronaut of the Week, as well as the other amazing space cadets making their way through the sea that has become known, head over to our website at runthemoon.com. You can also register for the race or simply read up on some cool space facts. Link to our pages in the description. Thanks for tuning in to Run the Moon Pod.